as I'm sure many listeners here in Thunderdome about our reviews, have often pondered the question, what happens if you put John Wayne in a black metal band? Well, how would that sound? What would happen? What would happen if you took Norwegian Vikings and put them in the mid- out in the desert in the West in Arizona? What would I mean, this is what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. But thankfully, we have been given the answer by Wayfair in their A Romance of Violence. But before we get into that, introductions must be made. With me, he is always his doc, Holiday Benjamin Lindsay, Wyatt Erp, David Pito. Wyatt Erp Pito. <laughs> Wyatt Erp Pito. And. Keep working on the it. Clyde. <laughs> the Clyde. <laughs> the hardcore Clyde. <laughs> How you doing tonight, my friend? <laughs> <laughs> Such a strong start. D plus radio, feeling, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> feeling very Western at the moment. Yeah. Country and Western. We play both kinds, both genres of music. <laughs> uh, as Tracy said, this is Wayfarer. And what is their fourth studio album released on October 16th of 2020 on Profound Lore Records, which is, I think, Tracy's favorite, you know, record label. Um, Has a runtime of 44 minutes and 58 seconds. The band is Isaac Falk on drums, Hammond organ, piano, vocals, clean, and synthesizer. Shane McCarthy, guitars, vocals, and synthesizer. Jamie Hansen, bass and vocals. Joe Strong Triselli on guitars and also piano and bell samples. They had Kelly Schilling, Anthony Limon come in and add backing vocals, and Colin Martin add some keyboards. And I don't know who the producer was, but V. Centura did the mastering. So, gentlemen, I guess before I ask you what you thought, um, I found this album in 2020 near the end. Like, December 15th, um, I was actually out for my wedding. I think I found it while I was out there and just kind of, I was listening to this while staring off into the backdrop of the foggy mountains of Gatlinburg as I drank my morning coffee while this was playing for, on repeat for a couple of times. Um, this album really surprised me when I heard it. I really enjoyed it. It's just, you don't really hear this combination of like, we're going to do a little bit of Western country kind of flair with it in this style with black metal to go along with it and i mean it's it really well with me this was my number seven for the year in 2020 i know david ranked it pretty high as well so yeah i mean i'm glad i could share it with you the reason it showed up on the schedule is the spreadsheet god spoke it and so i deemed it to be true I did rank it pretty high. I like this album a lot. It was in my top 20 for 2020. So many 20s. Black metal isn't my genre. I don't really like Westerns either because I find them stupid. But this is much more like, you know, Deadwood than a John Wayne movie. (laughs) It's much grimmer and it just seems to work. And I like some of the alternative instrumentation. So I actually probably like this more than I like most black metal. Um, I know that's more sort of Tracy's scene. But this is a cool album. In my opinion. And for once, the thing that Tracy pulled out, I'm like, I actually know that. So. Gabe, Ben, um, I guess since you guys are the virgins to this album, what are your thoughts? So, um, 
what reminded what kind of struck out to me immediately uh just as you guys were, were talking was like the fact that this is very like it's a regional sort of atmospheric black metal and there's a bunch of that going on not only in europe but also in the united states right now like the pacific northwest is just like a you know a, a gaping black hole of like oh, <laughs> this this kind of music um panopticon from this neck of the woods who right often compared to so and and their um their band camp i think references like the denver some like denver sound yes. um i don't really know if that means anything to me like on listening to it because i couldn't really tell so much but um the alternative instrumentation is interesting uh i think that the atmosphere does work most of the time i where this album um really shines for me where it's it's basically like the the middle of this album kind of shines for me and i mm. think this the shorter instrumental tracks kind of fall down and um i also wasn't really a fan of the singer's clean vocals i think they actually kind of ruin stuff <laughs> but um but i think it's a nice idea anyway and uh it it certainly has a lot of potential uh to like to grab you in it's a long way from breakdown city um i mostly agree with what gabe said except for one major point of this uh dissonance in that uh these track where he was saying predominantly clean was the best track on the album in my opinion so i thought his harsh vocals pretty much sucked and brought everything down um I thought the atmospherics were really good. Like if this had, <laughs> if much like when I talk about the Ocean Collective, if this had been an instrumental album, I would have dug it because I really love the atmospheric droney um, sounds that they were getting with the alternate instrumentation and everything. And I thought that was pretty cool. As somebody who actually likes Westerns and the Western motifs, uh, I thought this was decent um, in a very, deadwood jocular kind of way um so yeah i mean it's not the worst thing i've ever heard there it is not the worst thing ben has ever heard put it's it on the sticker not the worst thing i subjected been to not at any close. point in time on definitely not yeah <laughs> not even close yeah so that's a win in the column folks Just go on with about our business there but I, i'm glad to hear that you guys have at least liked this to some degree it wasn't to me it was shit on uh Oh, it's cool. I like it. And I think this whole Western motif, because I mean, I didn't really hear, I think if I was to do the closest comparison to this that I can think of that I've heard is Zeal and Ardor, but they do much more if they like a gospel style instead of a mm -hmm. Western style. And that's about the closest I can think of when it comes to... I feel to, like it sounds more like Panopticon. I mean, I'm just mixing I my folk metals together. Bit, it's a little bit less it's even less of a genre crossover because mm -hmm. like that i've only i've heard that new zealand Arter record already and you really do have a cross-pollination of genres there For or sure. an, at least an attempt at one and the appalachian stuff or whatever they're doing on the not appalachian but you know what i mean the panopticon know, stuff that that's appalachian yeah something he's from, from he's, they from louisville no he's from east so he's, yes it is it's east anyway so that stuff i mean is it, and then and then you, the question comes becomes is that still black metal? But anyway, with this record, it's like it's not as obvious. It's really sure. not like you you have to you have to kind of pay attention a little bit more. Even with as Ben was saying, like the the middle of the record where you have that kind of uh, um, you know different kind of composition than than maybe the other pieces of the record. 
and then like you know it also doesn't go so far as some of the other you know uh black metal records that tracy's brought where uh it's stepping way further out of uh what you consider an extreme metal kind of uh vibe that's not what we have here i don't think it's it's much much tighter and i think i think that is a draw or it was a draw for me too have you listened to earlier um tracy i think i've listened I to haven't. one i listened to the one before this and maybe the one before that but i've definitely listened to the one before this so that's almost never happens you haven't listened you didn't go back in the catalog well I've, i just it's on a pile that i'm gonna get to okay eventually enough. there's a and eventually in there but that pile is so large i may never get to I'm that picturing like corn on a mountain of skulls in terms of the height of that pyramid of cds it is cds that you've not heard anyway well it's cool too so yeah the thing about we don't have to go on a long tangent about this but i found westerns and now i understand it even better so schmaltzy and cheesy and just heavy-handed and you know now i know it's like rancid nationalism and settler colonialism just going berserk but even as a kid i don't know part of it is i i feel like i don't want to overstate this but this area here really does have a legacy of frontier vibes from when it was the frontier does that make yep. sense like it's really, totally like is. there were bison wandering around ted baloo as a person just like that <laughs> that vibe is absent on the east coast <laughs> like i don't because the genocide happened so early like it's just a whole different thing so um i've come around because now that i study settler colonialism um like oh 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 so this um you know i'm gonna listen to more of this i was like come up with a new album so I don't know what they've been up to probably being sad and broke like the rest of us but yeah this area or the area that you yeah. two of the you, you abandoned in, the one i abandoned <laughs> is very much the daniel boone and davy crockett at fort apache vibe for some stupid ass reason it's it the gateway to more west yeah <laughs> but anyway. never not west yeah i mean the other thing is like you know david you're, you're talking about like the um the sense of like a pioneer spirit um that i mean this this album is certainly uh approaching it in a very tongue-in-cheek sort of way yes and i mean a romance with violence is like you know shorthand for the entire genre of western thing. um yes. or american history the whole thing or american history but then but then again like if it's tongue-in-cheek it's also such a huge thing and I don't know whether they're actually, I mean, I think it's like, is it just, is it just irony or are they actually saying something? Like, do they have something to say? I'm not sure if they, if they, like they, like they kind of, the way that, that it's written about in their Bandcamp page was the only text that I have that I've read by them, which is not to say that they've not said more things than that about what they did, but, you know, to call what you've produced anthems of the high plains is like, there's maybe some irony on that, but it's like hard to tell. It's like a you hard could, to it, kick, man. The only it might be irony, but the only reason I would even read it as irony because it's so odd for this genre. But if you talk to anybody who's doing Red Dirt or any of those other subgenres of country that are plains music, they all say that stuff and unironically. And I kind of yeah, get the so, feeling that these guys are kind of tapping into that and just applying it to a new genre. But then again, but then you have to ask, like, are they being, are they trying right. to seem authentic or they're, are they making fun of it? And it's like, 
that's another sort of point where I'm not sure where this fits, right? Mm -hmm. You know, totally. is this like is this like clever black metal, or is it you know people from a certain place paying tribute to that place? Um, I mean, Denver is a complicated it, place in terms of Can identity. it be both? I, I don't. I don't really know. Well, I think Denver is both. Denver is such an urban place. It's large, and yet it's too. It's the gateway to even more west. Like it. It has a very different vibe than I was. Yeah. Pretty, it was the first place I'd ever been uh, west of the Mississippi that wasn't California, and I was like, "What?" Like I would really blew my mind. What uh -huh. Colorado was like, just the scale. I don't know. We don't have to talk about yeah. my my Rocky Mountain journey, but I was like, "Holy shit!" Because I'm again used to the Appalachians, which are so fucking old. They were connected to the Atlas Mountains, but they're much smaller. Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, I think it can be both tongue in cheek and a thing at the same time. It's a pastiche of elements, like Denver yeah. itself. Well, their Spotify page, they say that it's a. They call themselves Brooding Americana, for with and high points black metal fury is how they wave amazing and it, that reminds me of the huntsman the band that we did way yep. early on and if you were to mash that with a black metal this is the sound you would get sure yeah huntsman who is ironically clinging to the frontier survive of old chicago um, <laughs> which is a thing i told um, you selling colonialism is a hell of a drug it, it sure it sure as hell is um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't read into this band. Uh, the only picture I've ever seen of them is off of their Encyclopedia Metallum page, which is them on a train, like an old iron, yeah. like steam engine train. An so, iron horse. I yes. think the motif they were going for is Hell on Wheels meets Black Metal. I think that's I mean, it's it's very adjacent to a lot of other genres that I really like, like Thrash Grass and, and stuff like that. Um, Howling. What is the name of that band? I can't think of it. Anyway, it doesn't matter. So it's just that this they are much more honestly sticking to the elements of black metal, but I actually like the Americana roots that they injected into it. So the sound I really appreciated as opposed to like just having shitty production and city drum sounds and really awesome guitars, which is what most black metal does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it. I'm just asking, like, what does it mean? And like, totally. why? You should. You know, um, that stuff what, real toxic. What are we trying? Like, what are they drawing people in on? Like, what is the? Sure. I think they're hanging out the sign that everybody recognizes. I think they themselves probably have ambiguous feelings about it. Yeah. And they're allowed to. It's we're a weird place. Yeah. We've normalized it, but it's completely nuts. This thing we've created. Well, I mean America, or maybe Earth. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know this this country we live in that's always on fire. Yeah, a romance with violence. That's all. I'm just going to put that out there. Well, you know, as a as a black metal spaghetti western, it works. I agree. Um, should we move on to tracks? Sure. Okay. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Since uh, this is my pick, I'll be the first to uh, draw on it and. I'm going to say all of them. They're all of them. I like all these just about roughly the same. I don't think there's a bad track on the album. I'm pretty much team all of them, too. Um, I didn't dislike the instrumental so as much as it sounds like a couple of you did. Yeah, I'll, go, I'll get on the all of them ride with Tracy. I might be in the backseat, whatever, drinking this, but I'm there. Um, for me, the the two standout tracks are the Iron Horse and Fire and Gold. 
I like the Crimson Rider, uh, and I like the Masquerade of the Gunslingers the best. Ironhurst is also okay. Um, I was really confused by the fact that Intermission is the second to last track. <laughs> it just makes me zero too. sense to me. Um, and I thought the I thought the closer was kind of weak. I mean, I think that it's just very very long and repetitive and quiet. Um, but what are you gonna do? All right, Tracy, what grade are you going to give this thing? I'm going to give this a 92. A minus. Go ahead, Ben. I'm going to come in a little bit lower than that and give this a B minus. Wow, that's surprising. Um, I thought it was going to be low one, but I am also going to go to B minus. I'm going to come in. I'm going to give this an 89. Not quite an A, but it's pretty cool. Uh, also, Tracy, a B minus usually is 91. Or an A minus, rather. A high A minus is 92. You always do that. You're like, A minus, 92. That's why he always gives 92. Actually, that's Gabe. 92 is uh, is like an A, A minus. You go that's to the hilarious. middle. 90, uh -huh. Yeah, like 81, 71, 91. That, that's usually, that's what the middle of the, because it's 90, <laughs> 91, 92. I will, I'm going to make Tracy go back and change all oh of my god, he's, he's writing an algorithm to change every grade he's ever given. I'm not. Uh, I'm just doing the ones this year. Last year, that's hilarious. It's yeah, usually you you give it whatever score you want. I'm simply telling you that when you write just a minus on a paper, it's just a ninety-one. Okay. I'm you know, convince me, David, to world. change my grades. I'm not, not destroyed it. You just adjusted your world. Adjusted, luckily, and I will. Luckily, we're only three albums into this year, so exactly. <laughs> and then if everybody's has already been fixed. Yeah, I'll give this a 89.5, which is literally a a minus B plus. It's right on the borderline. It's cool. Alrighty, that puts us at an average of 86. Would you buy this album? Are you sure it's 86, Tracy? The average is 86. That's I would buy sheet, this. Yo, that part of the spreadsheet don't mind. I would buy this. It's cool. I would too. Maybe. I I like it enough that I think I might would buy it. And also it's different enough. And I want to, as I've said before, with other things that are kind of experimental, I want to support them, even if I don't necessarily like them that well. Uh, but this I actually like pretty well. So I guess I would buy it. What if I plied you with Yellowstone? whiskey and then went to the record store i bet i could make you buy it then i mean well yeehaw yeehaw i think i might uh you know put out like show out some money for like a track or two but i don't think i'd buy the whole thing i do like the album cover so it wouldn't hurt my uh feelings to have that in the collection yeah that is a pretty badass album cover it's almost like that death album we did it also reminds me of that what um there will be blood so mm -hmm. that movie anyway what are we doing next time tracy next we are doing gauge pick in quo valdis defiant imagination quo vanis quo vadis that means in the next episode you'll find out where we're going finally about damn time i don't think they know where they're going either but We'll find out.
on Dungeon Road Battle Reviews. That a French chicken, David? Is that what that was? That was. That, that was a more Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lettette. Hey, 